What it do, it's your girl, Cole. Ayy, what's really good? Yeah, this is an evening segment, right? It's not often I do those, but it was quite necessary. And, you know, um, if I'm publishing at midnight, damn near, it's a reason for it. So, let's just jump into it and do what it is Cole do. You are ready. has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. The Saturn V building up to 7.6 million pounds of thrust and it is because I'm so accustomed to my energy in the morning that um, I've been up and um, doing a lot of shit this morning. And uh, what happened was I was actually supposed to post this morning, but then I delayed it because I knew that I was going to discuss the battle um, on versus um, with Fab and Kiss. So I just didn't want to do double the work. So I was like, you know what? Let me just... Hold off and doing anything until I catch that battle, which by the way, oh, was fucking insane. Yeah. That was real rap right there. But we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna get into all that. Definitely, y'all. Um, but uh Yeah, so let me just start off by saying. It is still Monday, June 29th. It is cancer season. Shout out to all the cancers in the building. Not for nothing, it just feels like we just bypassed Gemini season. It was like a blank and shit. Like, you know, so shout out to y'all too, because it ain't even seem like y'all was here too long, you know? It was like it went from Taurus season to now cancer season. So, you know, I recognize that, you know, Gemini season was, was was there and all that. So, you know, I got some Gemini comrades. Not a lot, just a few. <clears throat> Niggas is crazy. They move. They move how they move. But for the ones that I do fuck with, shout out to y'all. Right. So, as many, if not all of you guys who's listening know by now, you should. Yesterday was the BT Awards, um, uh, 2020 BT Awards. And the funny thing about this is that um, I'm gonna keep it all the way a stack. You know, I don't pull no punches, and I am who I am. So let me be clear by saying that um, I have stopped watching BT for a while, honestly. Um, and the reason for that is there was a huge disconnect for me. 
as a black woman when it came to BET. I just was not happy with the content that was out. Um, and it wasn't, you know, just a year or two. It's been for some time. I really just didn't have the same love for it like I did in the 90s or whatever. So I haven't really watched a BET award completely in some years, honestly, right? But I just knew that this one was going to be different. And for obvious reasons, with everything that's been going on lately, Black Lives Always Mattering, but being on the forefront now, um, I was confident that, okay, it, I need to watch this, right? I need to watch this. Yeah. And it was very much worth watching. Seriously. Like, I was almost surprised. I'm sorry, BET, but I can only be me and honest. Like, I'm glad it was what it was, but I ain't expect it to be like that. So shout out to BET and everybody who was involved with the with the awards kicking off the way that it did. I heard some people saying that they really didn't like it, that it wasn't all that good and I guess they felt like the energy. I'm not sure. But as a black woman, as a black queen, okay, I was satisfied. And you talking about somebody who didn't even fuck with BT no more. And I fucked with it. So, mm. Amanda, ciao. The thing I love about Amanda so fucking much is that I told people a while ago, watch out for this one, this bitch here is the truth, okay? When she first got her ass on The View, she stood out like a sore thumb. I knew she was too creative, I hate to say this, but too intelligent. Sue me, I don't give a fuck, it's my opinion. She was just too big for that platform that she was on, right? So I wasn't surprised when I heard that she wasn't renewing her contract with um, with that show. Um, and for obvious reasons, um, she was very honest about topics as it relates to black people. And I think it was downplayed or very uh, diluted on the show. So I'm not even mad that she... Uh, declined to return but I think she did a very good job as the host uh, her skits were funny as fuck at least I thought so and they were very honest I, I think I appreciated the fact that in telling the narrative of what us as black people experience it was not watered down whether it made you uncomfortable or not this is what it is and if it made you that uncomfortable perhaps if you were the person demonstrating some of these tactics it will allow you to reevaluate yourself and you know make some changes about how you interact and deal with black people you know how you treat black people but the overall show i'd like to say was definitely amazing um John Legend like you never seem to fucking amaze me this man's voice is like velvet like oh my gosh his wife aren't you a happy camper
performance was beautiful. It was amazing to see all black everything. Um, and there were some uh, dancers that uh, I noticed, uh, I think for whose performance? I think it was D-Rock's performance. Um, there was a gentleman who might have been Hispanic or, or, or Caucasian, I'm not sure, but his skin tone wasn't black. He had no melanin, so I liked that we did allow, you know, because you know if we didn't, somebody would have said, oh, it was only black. Well, why can't it, why is it a problem when it's only black? Like, let us have something that's only us. Like, damn. It's like we penalize when we want to just, you know, celebrate black love and black excellence. Like, self-love is paramount. Paramount, excuse me. Yeah, it's late. Self-love is paramount. And when you say self-love, it's not just self-loving the physical part of who you are in the body. It's what makes up you. And myself is black. So that's the self-love. I love black. I love me. I love the fact that I'm black. You know? Right, right. So, there were also a lot of um, organizations and um, platforms that were mentioned in between the acts and like commercial breaks and all. Two of them that I thought was really dope was the Crown Act. Um, and basically what that is, it was it is a law that had got passed in seven states that deals with uh, how women are able to wear their hair at work or in schools or where, you know, natural hair was uh, not allowed or frowned upon or, you know, criticized. You now, as a black woman, have the ultimate right to rock your naturalness in seven states without it drawing some form of uh, retaliation, if you will. So I implore you guys to look into the Crown Act. And the second one was the Queen Collective, which is basically um, something that Queen Latifah is affiliated with. She's dope, by the way. Shout out to the Queen. And uh, with this opportunity, it allows black women who are inspired and involved in directing movies it gives them a voice to do just that um and i just thought that was so dope that we are investing in black women in these lanes right so um yeah super dope um and i was just very proud you know i'm always proud to be who i am but i'm even more in awe when we really start executing our excellence in such a big way, right? So, um, yeah, let me just, whew, I had to think about that. I'm telling you, I'm getting goosebumps. Woo, black ain't never been so, ooh. It's a nice, nice day to be black. My fault. Smoke break. Uh, <laughs> So I don't know where I left off, but um, yeah, let me just jump right back into it. Um, wherever it was I was at. Uh, Roddy Rich won um, Album of the Year, 
which is amazing. I totally agree with that. Um, and his performance was stellar, spot on. Um, again, the Karen skit with Amanda Seals was everything for me. I really enjoyed that one. You had to see it. Um, but moving forward, uh, some awards obviously were given out. Uh, Megan, shout out to you, Megan. Megan won Best Female Rap Artist. Um, international artist who won was Burna Boy, I think. Um, you know, I'm not going to go through all the motherfucking awards that niggas won. You saw it. If you didn't, uh, I implore you to do such. Because <laughs> I got a mad shit to talk about. But I just wanted to indicate that that was a great show. Performances by Jennifer Hudson were amazing. Um, Wayne Brady's um, tribute to uh, Little Richard was classic. And I'm glad that they actually chose him to do it. Because I couldn't think of anybody else that would have done it to where it was as believable. So that was a good uh, good lineup. Uh, Weezy did his uh, tribute from a song back in, I believe, 2006, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to Kobe Bryant. But he kind of uh, changed up some of the lyrics, um, obviously. Uh, to make it more personified or personal to uh, Vanessa and the kids. So um, shout out to Weezy for that. And um, D-Block and everybody else who performed. Uh, DJ Khaled, Ka- uh, Khaled got a... Uh, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> um, it's late, you guys. <laughs> you know you love me. Um, also won an award. Um Lizzo won an award. Um, Migos, if I'm not mistaken, also won an award. Uh, so yeah, like it was, it was, it was nice. Uh, towards the end, obviously, the humanitarian award was presented by Michelle Obama to the Queen herself, Beyonce. Hold on, did you hear what I just said? You're being rude now. Sound effects. Hello. Did you hear what I just said? I said the queen herself. You sleeping. You slipping. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, yes. So, uh, Michelle presented Beyonce with the Humanitarian Award. And um, I was very... um, I learned some new things about B. I already knew that she was heavily involved in community work, um, outreach and giving back to, uh, residents of Houston and just, you know, uh, charities and things of that sort anyway. But I did not know just how involved she was in low income housing. Um, I did because I have a, a platform on Facebook, one of my, um, podcast business, uh, pages, uh, I did discuss uh, some time ago, maybe three weeks or uh, could have been a little longer, about her participation and donation of $6 million towards COVID, um, free testing, and uh, uh, spreading the mental health awareness, which is completely awesome because, you know, you guys heard me say in the beginning of all of this, 
If you didn't have a mental health concern, then you certainly was going to have one after all this shit. And I'm quoted. You can check one of these episodes. I definitely said that. But um, it's nice. It's, it's, it's beyond just nice. It's commendable to see a person of her stature and um, prestige and, 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 you know, just level and, and come back and give, right? Because believe me, a lot of people get to that level and they don't do what she's doing or they do it for alter, alternate reasons, ulterior motives, right? But um, I genuinely believe she's doing it because it's the right thing to do and she's sincere about it. So um, shout out to B for that. I don't think anybody deserved that award more than she uh, did. Her initiative for Be Good, which is B-E-Y, good, um, deals with the mental health aspect. And she has um, uh, the Be Good Initiative Scholarship uh, program for HBCU schools. Um, So I'm just like, go ahead, B. The Global Citizen in Africa Fellowship program, she's also involved in. Um, And I don't know if you guys know, but, you know, she also did a film titled Black is King, right? Yo, she's so epic. So um, after that amazing uh, introduction of who Beyonce knows Carter is um, from always our first lady, Michelle Obama, um, became... And she gave us and graced us with her presence to accept humbly her award. Um, I think the only thing I was a little slightly, um, trying to find the right word to describe the emotion, um, thrown back, right, was that, um, I didn't feel like, and again, I felt like what she said was sincere, obviously, um, but I would have wished to see her say it from a heart versus reading it off a teleprompter. Anytime um, people do that, and it's not just her, it's just me. I question a lot of times the authenticity of how you feel you're telling me you feel. Because if that's how you feel, you don't need to read it. You dig what I'm saying? Like when it comes from the heart, it doesn't matter that it doesn't sound perfect because we're not perfect people and we do not live in a perfect world. So I don't think any fans of her or anyone else who is speaking their truth would, you know, criticize or, you know, cast stones if you spoke and you said a word incorrectly or you stumbled or anything of that sort that you or people try to really avoid doing, which is why they rely heavily on the teleprompter. Um, I would have liked to see her just talk from her, from the inside, because I know what she read is what she felt, but I would have felt you felt it more be if you just said it, you ain't need to read that shit. It, It was sort of like an emotional disconnect. I believe because she read that shit. That's the only thing I will say about it. Everything else was fucking, there's nothing I can say about it. She's B. But I won't bite my tongue either because you B, B. I'm a fan. I'm a listener. So this is how I, how it resonated with me when I heard you accept your speech. And it was beautifully said, um, but I don't believe 
and I hope nobody wrote that for you. I'm hoping those were your words, but I feel like you could have said it just as beautiful if you didn't read it. That's all, you know? That's what I'm saying, B. Shout out to you, though. You deserve that. So, moving forward, guys. So, while the awards was on, there was obviously a lot of advertisements of commercials um, predominantly geared to black people. There was one in particular that really got to me. Had me crying and shit. Cole got watery eyes and shit. Uh, it was the commercial that was black parents talking to their black children. And I think, um, this one did it in like, um, generational, um, time frames. Like, so it was like first, like, uh, I want to say like the fifties or, 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 or sixties, or maybe it was like the thirties even. It's really, really throwback, right? With the little girl. And then it was like the sixties and then it, and, and then it went up to like the 2000 oh, oh, whatever. That's pretty much how it went. Right. But there's a scene when there's a little black girl, as cute as she can be, um, is speaking to who I believe is her mother. And I resonated with this so crazy because I am that little girl. Or I rather I was that little girl. And what her mother said to her was what I've been saying as long as I was taught this to other black little girls. Uh, don't accept anyone telling you you're black, uh, excuse me, you're beautiful for a black girl. I think the one that I hated of all was you're beautiful for a dark, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Don't do that. You know, I'm chocolate. That is like the worst thing. So disrespectful. Why would you say that? Why wouldn't you just say you're beautiful? Why does it have to be you're beautiful for a wait what so when I saw that in a commercial and the mother telling her you are beautiful because you're beautiful or when Viola comes on a commercial and says you're worth it that shit resonates man and I guess for me it resonates so much greater because I've had my own personal experience and I'm not gonna get into it too much on this episode but for like the last five years I've been facing forms of discrimination myself so I know on a whole nother level how that shit really hit for real and especially if you dark skin for real so um during the show like I was saying with the commercials and you know mentions of corporations and organizations that are Oh, God bless me. Mm. Yes, he does. That are, you know, focusing on building up the black community. There happened to be a trailer, uh, I guess, cart um, commercial for a Disney Pixar movie titled Soul. And... What's interesting about this movie is that the entire, it would appear the entire cast and characters are African-American and uh, it kind of has, I, I can see where the directors from uh, 
what is it, Inside Me or something like that? You guys know what movie I'm talking about, right? With the, uh, with the emotions inside, out or something like that. With the emotions. and you, you know what, if you got kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about, all right? Anyway, the writers or producers or directors that worked on that worked on this new uh, movie coming out titled Soul. And um, if you got children, you might want to check it out. Uh, from what I saw, what I gathered, uh, this movie here is um, based on a, I believe he's a high school music teacher um, who play who plays jazz. And uh, he's pretty darn fucking good. Um, not for nothing. Um... On top of him being very good, I think that he just, in the movie, um, in the beginning, doesn't really have that sort of uh, confidence in, in, in himself, I want to say. Um, but this movie will be coming out November 20th. It actually was supposed to be out this month. Uh, June 19th to be exact, but yeah, that didn't go, uh, the way obviously it was intended. So it will arrive in theaters, like I said, November 20th. Um, and it takes place in the streets of New York city. And like I said, the, uh, main character whose name is Joe Gardner, um, has this passion for playing jazz, and like I said, he's really good, but he's a middle school band uh, teacher who, you know, his current life just isn't what he imagined it to be. Jamie Foxx actually uh, does the voice of Joe, along with uh, a lot of other... um, Amazing people, uh, Dana Murray, um, yeah, so I'm just speaking about it because, you know, I think it's a really cool, it looks like a cool, uh, animation movie that came out, that's coming out, um, and, you know, I'm excited to see what it's about with, um, them really discussing, you know, souls and, how souls come about coming to earth. And it's like just a whole breakdown of, of what the great before is, which is this place. Um, like I'm, like I said, that the souls get like their, uh, personalities and their interests all before they come to earth. So, um, Joe teams up with this, soul by the name of 22 who's not excited at all about coming to earth and joe is just basically you know teaching her why it's so amazing to want to live that's like the the main idea because joe in the on the other side um is like in a coma or some shit like that so i'm not gonna drown you guys out all night about the movie i'm just you know i'm a kid at heart and i know some of you got kids so You know, you should totally look out for that and, you know, check it out. Check it out.
All right. So lastly, because it's getting late, y'all. It's getting light. It's getting light. I'm going to keep this kind of quick. I'm going to try to. The fucking battle. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, you know it ain't really a battle. So when we call it a battle, we just saying that because that's what they call it. But it's really like a celebration of epic, real hip-hop bars. That's how I look at it. Uh, or hip-hop music or authentic uh, R&B. Whatever it is that black people are doing on verses, it's epic all the time. And it's no mistake that New York definitely... Definitely was in a motherfucking building real big this evening. Real motherfucking big. Yes! (laughs) So, it's hard to kind of like pick one, right? I think that was like the problem with so many people feeling like they had to choose. And for me and, and so many other people, you love both of them um, collectively because they're amazing lyricists, right? Just fucking amazing. But, you know, everybody has their preference. And so nothing against your boy Fab. He's amazing, amazing artist. In fact, today actually um, makes... A one-year anniversary for me, um, for when I saw both Jada Kiss and Fabulous at the Barclays last year, June 29th, 2019, at the Masters of Ceremony concert. So it's really ironic, look at the universe, that on this day today, both artists who were together in the Barclays last year, and I was able to witness, uh, perform, Perform today in verses. So tell me that the universe ain't on point. Word, I can't make this shit up. That's a snapple fact. Word, that was an awesome uh, concert, by the way. So just jumping right into it. You already know. This is Fab and this is Kiss, right? Oh, if I didn't say it already, because I might have not. You know, I'd just be jumping all over the place with talking my shit. Um, I had kids all day and tomorrow. Of course. Of course. It's kids. Um, but Fab is still Fab. He's still fucking Fab. And, you know, it's never any love lost. I just, you know, kisses my pig. But there was so, as always, so many bosses in the building. Um, I always love to see who shows up, right? And um, most times it's always the same people. And that's always amazing to me that they're so consistent with what's going on. What's going on? Puffy was in the building. DJ Self. Uncle Murder. I saw, oh, they, I saw them in the very beginning. And that was like prior to whatever technical difficulties transpired. Because there was a moment, like a little bit I want to say after. They didn't start at exactly 8. So let's just let that be know it. Which is fine. Niggas was on colored people time. Black people used to that. Um, but when they finally did get shit, you know, popping, um, uh, after a couple of people came in the building and did what they do, which is yo in the comments all day, 
uh, there became some like malfunction of some sort. But before it did all of that, uh, I was able to see Benga. Um, good the animal. Good. Um, I saw him. Um, I definitely seen he was in the building. Fat Joe. I love Kim. Kim was in the building. Uh, it was so many people in the building. Ashanti was in the building. Neo in the building. Uh, Timberland, Swiss, obviously. Def Jam, BT, Case. Uh, Luda. Uh, Lala. O'Shea, Jackson. Meek Mills. Meek was in the building. Hardbody. Jermaine Dupree. Troy Ave. Dion Cole. Funny motherfucker. Uh... Gilly the Kid was... Yo. Tony Baker, like, Pharrell. Anybody I missed, you know, wasn't on purpose. You know what I mean? It's just those were the people who caught my eye at the time. Um, And, yeah, you know how it goes. 20 songs, 20 rounds. Um, I wasn't expecting this battle to be organized at all. This is a, These are street niggas. Especially kids. So, not to take anything away from you, Fab. Like, you, you's a whole street nigga, too. But I never looked at this battle waiting for this shit to be, like, a very organized performance. I, I would have kind of been disappointed if it was. Real rap. Um, I liked the energy exactly the way it was. Um... So am I going to sit here and tell you every song that was played? Absolutely not. You know what songs that was played. The fucking classics. There were some songs that kids didn't play that I was kind of sad about. Um, I wish I could have heard his verse from Reservoir Dogs. I'm not sure if they paid, if uh, Big Boy Dialogue was played. Um, because there were moments where shit was fucking up and then my phone... Had like dropped and I had to wait a little second and get back on. So I'm not sure um, if he played that, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking he didn't. Uh, but I was definitely um, in favor for that being played. I wanted also You Don't Eat. I don't know if You Don't Eat was played um, or me. Like, it, it, but what, what was played, like, fuck you, um, I was so grateful to hear. Um, obviously the Benjamins, uh, Fat played a lot of classical hits, Shits with Little Mo, just fire, just fire, yo, like you couldn't go wrong with that battle, Kiss was fucked up, and you know what, not for nothing, My nigga, don't let me hold you. Niggas is OGs now. You heard? Like, I don't even, I think it, it how old is kids? Because I'm 37. I'll be 38 in two, two months. God willing, right? So come on. That, that, that's, that's an OG now. 45. He's 45. So that's the shit grown men do. 
You could drink and get like that. It's so that's a real nigga right there. Like, I'm glad that nigga was feeling that nice. Enjoy yourself, King, as you motherfucking should. The contribution that both artists have given to hip hop. Is insane. It's really insane. No, that's when albums were still being bought and niggas was rapping about shit that made sense. Bars had delivery, it didn't really sound too much like redfish, bluefish, give a dog a bone type of shit. So I definitely appreciated the energy. Fab was doing his one-twos, performing and shit. Shout out to you, Fab. And I guess that's what made kids feel like at one point, oh, let me, you know, do what I do. But he's already drinking. So by that time, big time, oh, that's enough of that. And then when it became Rewind, where he decides he wants to get back to that kind of time, oh, yeah, he was he was gone. And I love the fact that he was, enjoy yourself, my nigga. Who fucking, he, he just ought to be fucked up. Nigga, I was fucked up watching him fucked up. That's some New York shit. Let's go. Snoop was in the building. Snoop is always in the building at these uh, battles. That nigga's so legendary. But yeah. That was cool. About 200K. Uh, I think it kind of ta- uh, tapered off to a consistency of 250 thousand people at one point tuning in good numbers guys great numbers um and then it just became a let's play music um and you know vibe out let's just vibe out and so i really did appreciate this battle um if and you know normally they will say there are no who ones i think timberland and swiss collectively made that clear that you know it's not about who won, it's about enjoying the culture of authentic rap, right? And I couldn't be more grateful for that and for this moment. So, but, you know, it's gonna go, it's definitely gonna go different ways in terms of how people iron out who they think won. I don't give a fuck what niggas say who won. Kiss won. Fucked up and all. He will always win. You're like that. When I fucks with an artist, I fucks with an artist, my nigga. Like you can't tell me about a nigga I fucks with. Nothing. Not even on a worst day, my nigga. I rides with them. You heard? So on that note, I hope you guys got a chance to check it out and enjoyed it as much as I did. If you didn't, I'm pretty sure by the morning time you can catch it on various platforms and i encourage you to do so if you didn't get a chance to this evening so thank you guys for still fucking with codis late in the evening 10 minutes to midnight uh, i was able to pull the shit off on a monday still it's still considered monday and um yeah i'm getting ready to get the fuck up out of here <laughs> you guys have a great night thank you to all my listeners i love you Thank you to everybody who's still fucking with your girl, Cole. I fucks with you. Because you fuck with me. Mm. Love you guys. Good night.
call. Please leave a message after the tone.